All right. Um, well, I just lost my train of thought. That's the story of my life, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so just talking in terms of uh, power, I actually was um, doing a little bit of digging around um, and wanted to I'm share something with you that I came across that I thought was interesting. Um, so the, the first one, uh, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. Um, so I think this is pretty important uh, in the fact that we, I think we, we not only have been taught that we don't have any power, um, but it has been so heavily programmed into us uh, that external forces have full responsibility for us. Uh, when the truth is that our power does not come from an external force. Um, it is given to us when we're created. And uh, in that power, I, I think we establish our, uh, our personality and our purpose is, is the reason for us giving that power, is achieving the purpose that we're meant to achieve here. Um, and a lot of people think they don't have any power. I, I, see, I see it pretty regularly. And I, I was like that as well. Um, did not think that I had any power in certain situations. Uh, and so would acquiesce and, and give things up that I didn't agree with. And then this one, we realize the importance of our voices only when we're silenced. Um, I don't know that I fully agree with this, but this is Malala Yousafzai, uh, who, of course, Malala was, um, was uh, they attempted to silence her as she spoke up for women um, against the, the oppressive voices of the Taliban. Uh, so she's an important voice um, and recognized the importance of her being able to speak. Um, and then this one really struck me. It was interesting, Mark Anthony says this, so it's a man. Um, and one day she discovered that she was fierce and strong and full of fire. And that not even she could hold herself back because her passion burned brighter than her fears. So I'm gonna tie the first and the last. Um, the most common way pe people give up their powers by thinking they don't have any. And by not having our power, we oftentimes struggle to find our purpose and to fulfill that purpose. And when we do discover that we are fierce and strong and full of fire, uh, our passions will burn brighter than our fears. So nothing will hold us back, which is amazing. Um, and it doesn't matter the size of the passion or the size of the purpose. Um, you know, I've, I've heard things that, you know, um, it doesn't matter if you end up impacting one life or a million lives. We have a purpose here and it is all important. Uh, so we need to be able to have some of that power available to us. So um, some thoughts on that. What do you guys think? Does that bring well, up? If you, already, if you already had it and somebody took it away from you, then how do you get it back? How do you stand in it? So you had it and someone took it from you. Um, well, that's your premise, that people are born with it and then they learn to not use it. So then how do they get it? How do they open that channel back up? So um, 
the process of going through that um, is pretty fascinating. I hope that truck's not too loud. There's a big truck going by out front. Um, the process of going through it is pretty fascinating, and, and there's discussions that I'm I'm having with clients and um, will be having as part of the podcast discussions about um, getting connected to um, the, the the parts of ourselves that have been given less love, if you will, and um, and bringing love into that space, and then connecting with the knowing that our creator gave us a tremendous amount of power. Um, there is, um, you know, there's, there's the power of Christ and Christ consciousness um, and connecting back in with that knowing and that power is really important. I think that also we get an infinite source of power from an energetic standpoint, from um, our divine connection whatever that is for you, and uh, Mother Earth. And those are both infinite sources of power. So we're, when we're not feeling connected into our own power, then those are places you can go to, whether it's through prayer and meditation, um, nature walking, any number of things, you can pull in that power. Um, you can um, also, uh, it's, I think it's great to know that you have help. Um, it's telling me my internet connection is unstable. Hopefully that's not gonna continue. Um, it's great to know that you have help. So I look at the help that I've got as my guidance teams and the angels, archangels, and ascended masters that are available for uh, you know, us to request their help. Um, they are the doers, if you will, uh, that are in the unseen world around us. And they do a lot of work. Um, they do a lot of really good things, but they will only do it if we ask for that assistance. They never violate free will. Um, how do you know your power? As we get into discussions about the different chakras, I think a couple of chakras really come into that. Um, clearing the chakras, the, the root being the family foundation, safety and security. So as you establish strength in that space and find safety and security, not from where you thought it came from, because that may have been an unsafe space, but what you have created or what, it, what the truth is about your present safety and security. So you have to start to disconnect the emotion from the event. Um, the sacral chakra is the place where we create from. So that one often comes online later after we've established safety and security and we come into solar plexus, which is where our power emanates from. It's also how we put a shield up. So sometimes we need to put a shield up to keep things away from us that <laughs> that are impacting our ability to be powerful uh, until we are established and solid in that power. And then as we get into the heart work, and that's where the true source of it comes, um, because that is the linkage between our spirituality and our physical self is the linkage through the heart. Um, and as you get to know yourself as a pure, amazing creation, 
and your your pure worth and your strength and the purpose that you're here for that power begins to sort of ramp up it's like it's like you're filling the batteries with i am worthy i am powerful i have been created for an amazing purpose and the more you you strengthen that and reinforce it the less hold those um those vampires have on you and the more gotcha. you can stand in your power so i i i will not say that it's a, an instant snap of the fingers because it's seldom that especially if it has been repeatedly sort of stolen um but in doing the work that accepting the the shadow pieces and integrating love into those spaces and then once your vase is filled up this is my favorite analogy like if you're a vase that's empty uh you have to put yourself under the water tap and fill yourself up with great words and great affirmations and lots of love and and put people around you that support you in that and when you get full then you're overflowing and it's easier for you to share that with other people and you're fully powered up it's like plugging yourself into the wall <laughs> so Sorry, that was not a long, not a short, easy answer. <laughs> That's well, sort of my thought on you it. You said it's not a snap, but um, I think that you gave a road that's a lifetime road, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but it sounds like a, a fun ride. It is a fun journey, I think. Anybody have any thoughts there? Well, I think, you know, for me, it's been an unpacking because as you said, you know, you um, are kind of, uh, even even if it's in a loving way, your parents, you know, start to teach you um, and you feel less empowered because they're the boss. And, you know, at least for me, it was like, man, when I have a place of my own and I'm my own boss, then everything will be great. And, and then you realize then there's another um, boss that comes in. And um, I think, you know, to, to condense it to, uh, you know, it, there's marriages, there's all kinds of relationships that, that um, until you realize and have knowledge that uh, you do have free will and you do have a voice that counts, um, when you start to, and I think that's a lot about self-love is, is being able to um, understand that I matter. And when you realize that you matter, then you start to, to break down those, those um, boundaries that you've given yourself. And just as with the world events, and I won't go political, but it's just, it's been interesting as for myself included, of um, knowing the information's been out there, just like the information is out there for all of us with everything. But um, it's it's out there, but it's it's been out there for so long that you stop looking at it. You stop, you know, really uh, bringing it into your reality. And and now, like with the Magna Carta and stuff, it's like we have these rights you know, um, as people. And um, 
that's empowering because it has, I'm sure we've all walked around saying, man, you know, why do we have to, you know, read all these labels to try to find the best product for us? You know, why do they make these things like this? But, um, you know, we didn't take the time to, to, to go to battle over that. And, you know, because we're busy with our lives and stuff, we just, there's so much of it that's just become something we accepted. And, and it's a wonderful thing to see how things have changed dramatically and people are starting to question, hey, why do we have to put up with this? Well, maybe I don't want to anymore. Maybe I'm going to find out a little bit more about this yeah. and educate myself. And, and then I'm going to share that with others. So it's, it's empowering. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so it's, I'm, it's a great thing to see. I'm curious for Renee and Dana, during this COVID um, shelter in place time, do you find yourself gravitating toward a certain behavior? Like, do you find that you're taking control of your house, cleaning closets and cleaning this and cleaning that? Or do you find that you care more? I know you have some caregiving to do, but do you find that you want to connect with certain people and you have more compassion? You know, is there, is there one of your gifts that's coming out that you maybe didn't realize that you had because you, you have this concern now that we're shelter in place and you have more time to just be you? Mm. Well, who wants to go first on that? <laughs> well, go ahead. Okay. Um, you know, from the very beginning of this whole thing, um, and I was watching my peers, and they were scrambling to reinvent themselves. And, and I can only say that, that for me, it was like not being held back, but being told, just just calm down it's okay you you know you don't need to to do this so while i'm hearing my friends say oh they're going through their house and cleaning it like it hasn't been cleaned in years and i'm like not feeling it don't want to do that so what's wrong with me i you know i could <laughs> you question that and then why don't i want to reinvent my business but there was this voice inside of me saying it's not time it's not time so um, I am still there. I wish I had it all figured out at this point, could tell you, aha, moment came to me. But, but um, what I'm, I'm feeling is that this was a very necessary part for me to stop. Stop the mindlessness of getting up, doing the same thing, going to bed, making my list, checking it off, trying to be the the grandma, the mom, the housewife, the wife, the business owner, um, therapist, just to be all for everyone. And, um, and I was sliding in for me too, or feeling that I was, but right in this time, it's been a lot of my working on me. And honestly, saying all the time where's your happiness what's going to make you happy wow and some of the times that's not a comfortable way to go though and that's what <laughs> is you know like well i'd rather <laughs> and so question well then why don't you 
Mm -hmm. And um, so it's been a lot of me not doing things. I mean, I got a husband who is an A-type and he's like all over the place and I'm not now. And I, I usually am in pace with him and now I'm just kind of watching him go and, and sometimes feeling guilty at the end of the day because I'm not as exhausted as he is. It was like, what, were we in a contest? So I'm really trying to learn to understand my inner workings and it's not all comfortable but I'm hoping it gets me to that place that that I am asking every day when I talk to my guides is that show me the direction show me what I am supposed to know what I am supposed to understand and giving myself a lot of, of love mm -hmm. as I also put that out to the world so as far as service no I'm not calling my clients because I don't have anything to say to them. You know, the, the, I mean, I do, yet I don't, I'm not doing it. So uh, does that make me, I'm just really at a, at a place where I'm not sure what direction my, my business will go. I know that I will still continue to have my business. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how I will um, be placed in the business yeah. and, and how it will develop from there. Mm-hmm. How about Renee? Thanks for asking. I'll try to do the best I can while I'm driving. It just so happens that I pick up my um, farm share at this exact time. <laughs> <laughs> my friends. So um, this time for me has been a big time of surrender um with just finding a whole new rhythm and having lots of compassion for myself um i have a seven-year-old and i haven't been good about um the schoolwork but at the same time i mean with his age i feel like he's accelerated so much like this time actually has been a blessing and he's learned so much. Um, it's been heavier on me because I don't have a single ounce of time to myself. But for him, um, he's in the kitchen every day. He's cooking and baking. He was like hitting nails in the backyard today, fixing the stairs with his papa. And um, he's like just inventing things with Lego all day. And so, um, I've, I've found my peace with this by just really surrendering as much as I can and just really leaning into my faith and my just trust and finding things in my life that um, I have a codependent relationship with that I didn't realize, like super subtle kind of beneath the surface, um, just really taking full accountability for myself and really finding my sovereignty with my energy. And um, yeah, and just not being hard on myself that I'm not being like productive in kind of the traditional way because I'm also trying to create a business and grow it and 
I've learned with my human design type that it's just really important for me to just really practice what lights me up and the opportunities will come to me rather than chasing down opportunities that works for other types, but not for me. And so just finding as much, as many areas that I can just ease, find ease and just find where I can um, have more simplicity. Mm, good. Um, I have a quick question. The human design type, are you talking the Jovian archive? Is that the one you're talking about? I think so, like the generator and the, um, there's like what, five types. Yeah, I actually just learned about that. I haven't had a chance to do mine, but for anybody that's interested, yeah. it's, the, it's the Jovian archive, J-O-V-I-A-N. Um, and uh, it's really fascinating how they've integrated all these different um, practices, I guess I would call it. Um, so there's a chakra integration, there's a numerology and astrology integration. Um, and then it gets into inner and outer transformation, life transformation. So I want to, I've got to learn into it. Apparently there are people designed to help read your chart if you want to, or you can read it on your own. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna do uh, it let's also. yeah, let's connect later about that because I actually didn't do my own, okay. but it's something that, um, I would love to, you know, I'm also researching where the best place to source that is so that I can provide that as a service um, too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty fascinated by that myself. So um, I just haven't had a moment to step in to look at it. So I'm glad you brought that up. Thank okay. you. Annette? Well, um, this t this time would have been a great time to dive into the basement. <laughs> I mean, that would have been probably the right thing to do, but I didn't choose the right thing. I kind of focused on myself, I guess. Uh, my mom and I. Um, yeah, so I'm just kind of doing fun stuff in between always remembering to call her three times a day and follow up on whatever needs followed up on. Yeah. So yeah, I started, uh, I, I planted seeds in a, in a garden for the first time in probably 20 years. Awesome. Um, you know, my husband and I have been doing some fun stuff and, um, and kind of starting to, you know, redo some of the rooms in the house. So that's been, that's been good. So yeah, I, uh, I, I guess that's about it. I'm, uh, I have, I have some stuff coming at me with, uh, um, you know, some, some, uh, a group that are trying to figure out how to start opening up some, um, senior homes. There's 17 of them in the Detroit area. And I'm a part of that because of my mom. So, um, yeah, I'll be working on that. And I'm really glad that my, my job, is not any larger than it is. Nothing's changed with that, um, but I'm just really glad that it's kind of small. Yeah. Um, and it's not overbearing or, you know what I mean? It's just, 
a little bit of this and a little bit of that is really how I've been spending my time. Great. Uh, if uh, I would say from my perspective, um, it's, a, uh, I would say it's a pick your battles, um, and a reprioritization. So I did do a little bit of sorting and cleaning, um, just last week. In fact, the basement is finally organized and swept, which took a year. Uh, <laughs> to get through all of it. Um, but I think that for me, it's, um, so I was learning about the, the um, four personality types, uh, Gretchen Rubin, uh, very helpful because it helped me to, um, as I was engaging in conversations to get a feel for where people are coming from um, which helps me to engage with them where they're at, if you will. So from that perspective, because one of my big overarching work uh, for this year is better relationships. So from my perspective, being better in the relationship, relationships that I have, um, maintaining my authenticity, um, but not doing so in a way that um, runs people over. Uh, <laughs> Carol, I know you're like, um, <laughs> because I am, I'm guilty of that in the past. Um, and then there have been lots of opportunities for me to be engaged with or take leadership roles in certain things. I've been asked to take three leadership roles in the last six weeks. And I said no to all three of them. Um, because every time I checked in, I kept hearing, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. Um, and so it's just staying very true to that course for me. Um, so there's a surrender piece of it, like surrender to the fact that, you know, I would have taken those leadership roles in a half a second, um, 10 years ago, but to know that that's not where I'm supposed to be at, um, that I have a very, mm, I have a much clearer perspective on what my purpose is and what um, how I'm supposed to show up in the world. And in doing so, um, a big piece of it was, no, that is not where you're supposed to be. Let those people fight those fights. And you, I, I'm still supportive. I'm still kind of, you know, boots on the ground. I'm still there to be helpful and, and things like that, but not to take a leadership role in it. Uh, so that's been, uh, it's been interesting because it is, there's a piece of, um, there was a big sigh of relief when I finally decided to say no, um, because normally I would have just buried myself under so much stew that I would have been underwater and complaining about it. <laughs> well, a couple of you have said you, you can say no to these tempting opportunities because you have a vision. How did you, and um, I'm sorry, the other, Lady, is it Vivian with the black hair? Annette. Annette, Annette. sorry. Sorry, Annette. Um, how did you guys get a focus on where you wanted to, um, to focus your energy? How did you, I mean, I don't want to say goals because I don't, I don't, these aren't goals. It's, it's more like you have, an, you, have, you have a vision of what you wanted to be 
working toward. And so then you can say no to those things that are coming up because they don't fit your vision. You know, like you said, that's not your purpose right now. I'm asking for you two ladies, what were some things that helped you to clarify that vision? Well, for me, I think uh, it was probably uh, being bogged down, completely overloaded. Um, that was my life the last year and a half. <laughs> and no help from anybody. Um, I'm an only child, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, and not, I'm not talking about my kids. I'm talking about my brothers that, you know, are very selfish people. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think once you reach your, your low point, then it's like easy to climb back up okay. because you're able to sort through where your priorities are. You know, like I know that I have to take care of my mom. I want to take care of my mom. She appreciates everything I do for her and she doesn't complain to me. Maybe she complains to someone else, but she never does to me. And you know, just it's the right thing to do. So, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I guess when I think back, I had many, maybe not many, maybe a couple low points in my life. And one of them was after, when I finally realized that the girls were gone. You know, and you just like, whoa, when are we going to go from here? And so then you just start picking up the pieces. And um, I mean, and just like the first time I went to Haiti, I mean, that was pretty, like, it's dangerous. It's, I'm putting myself out there. Like, you know, I, I found myself uh, closer to God because I was relying on him to take care of me. I was uh, studying for this mission. I, and, and the rewards, you know, the rewards of, of just so many different, yeah, adults, kids. Yeah, just um, great. So I, I think it's just kind of reaching that low and then, you know, it's, it's all positive from that point up because you've just sorted through all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Lisa, I, think, I don't know if that's the normal way to do it, <laughs> but it worked for your me. Way. <laughs> Thanks your for way. sharing. It's the one that matters. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, just, um, I would say primarily it's, um, I, I do a check-in for me. So um, Michigan for Vaccine Choice said, we need a leader in Southwest Michigan. We think you would be great. And I look back at my past experience and 20 years in, in management and you know managing teams and projects and whatever. Yeah, I can do that in my sleep. Mm -hmm. However, as I look the other direction, which is forward, if you will, Mm -hmm. That is not, not what, what wakes me up in the morning that I think about all the day, all day long. It isn't the thing that like when I get the phone call and someone's like, you're not going to believe this breakthrough I had. And you know, my heart starts pumping and I think, okay, this is amazing. Cause I, I was a piece of the puzzle in this breakthrough. Um, and it's that when I check in with that and I know that I'm 
on the path that I'm meant to be on and it lights me up and I get new information like this Jovian design, super exciting, you know, um, learning about the things that I'm learning about on a daily basis keeps me centered in that this is where I'm meant to be because the idea of, you know, passion was this very nebulous kind of like, um, oh, that's not for me kind of thing. I, I have an objective in life. And uh, to me, the word objective takes the heart out of passion, but, um, or should be secondary to passion, if you will. So um, the thing that lights me up is the thing that I keep going after. So when I check in and they're like, we would love you to do this. And I'm like, I'll be there to support you. I'll hold a sign. I'll take some pictures for an event, but I'm not going to run it for you. You're, there are gotcha. other people who want to do that, you know, and yeah. it's just not, I got really clear about what my wheelhouse really is and anything that tries to take me out of that um, has to get a, a lot of thought. Okay. Because yeah. both you and Annette seem like you know what you're doing and where you're going. Like you seem comfortable in your skin. Do you know well, what I mean? You know, I, I I just think it's, we're just, we're a work in progress. You know? <laughs> I think that our, our ideas, our, our direction will just always be changing. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, my husband is going to, you know, he's, what is he going to be 67 or 68? I don't know. Um, now that's not young. So really you got to focus on what is it? And I'm right behind him. Okay. So what is it that you really want to spend your time on? Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, that's the whole ticket right there. Yeah. You know, as long as you're being responsible for the people that you need to be responsible for, I think just fly, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to, I cannot wait to start traveling again. Yeah. This is not normal for me to be home with my daughter living in London and Renee living in San Francisco and, you know, I am usually not home. So see, that has been different for me this year. Yeah. Totally. So I, uh, yeah, I just can't wait to do what I can do till I can't do it, you know? And then I have those pictures to look at and, and, and that's it. I mean, I have my mom as the other reminder. Because sure. we talked about, her and I talked about taking Amtrak across the country when she couldn't drive anymore. Well, you know what? We missed that opportunity. Like, how did we dive so fast? You know, it's, it'll never happen now. Right. So that's why I feel so strongly about just do what you can do when you can do it. Mm -hmm. I, I just know that I'm not going to be able to hike down and back up the Grand Canyon. I don't know. I might have to write that one off. That has been something I've thought about, but I don't know if I, you know, we'll see. You can take the beginning trail. I've done it. Okay. You can do it. But I, the, the reason I ask is, you know, Juliana had started out sharing about um, our power and having our power and, and both of you seem like you're settled in having your power. And so what I'm hearing both of you say is you had like this low point and then you were like, I don't want to spend my time on that. I'm more clear because this is what kind of makes me uh, I think Juliana, you said makes you get up in the morning, you know, gets you, um, makes you happy. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think Dana had said that too. She was asking what makes her happy, mm -hmm. what brings her joy at this point. Um, so just trying to learn from you ladies, you know, you're, 
You're so smart. Well, I started diving when I realized that the girls were going to be living their own life and very far from me. Um, I and I looked at my old friendships, and some of them were a little stale. And um, some of them I didn't even want to uh, start working on because it was a different direction than I felt I was going. So I just looked at everything. Where? How do you? How do you meet the most females? Yeah. And I discovered it was a women's gym. Mm. And it was, and it just, I fell into, um, well, you know, just some wonderful people there. And so, yeah, I, I don't know where you live or what you have available. I'm sure I would have more if I lived in a larger city than I do. <laughs> you know, but... Yeah, I think I can, you know, um, I do agree with what you're saying as well. Um, this has been um, a process for me of, I'm a very um, dedicated person once I make a commitment. And that's part of the problem with my business is that there was a um, ego part of me that thought, what will these people do if I stop doing this work? And um, this time where I'm pretty sure they're surviving, they're doing okay. And I guess that was why I had to make that separation and not keep a, a dialogue going with them was because I didn't want to feel a sense of responsibility to help lift them up because I, I did need to process for myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure what things will look like. Um, I know I have some very uh, big dreams that my husband's trying to say, are you sure you just don't want to retire now? <laughs> and like Juliana, you know, it's the things that, that um, bring me uh, that passion uh, haven't gone away. I still love service um, to help lift people to help them to uh, become their best selves. And that's, that's this time is given for me. Um, like, um, like you had said, Annette, is it? Yes. That um, you know, I'm taking care of the people I need to take care of. Mm -hmm. And um, that isn't always, you know, the, the most fun. Um, but I don't think that that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for what does bring me joy what what is the quality and where do i want to invest my time um what people do i want to share my time with not just you know some of the the relationships that that really were imbalanced and um were more of, of vampires draining my energy than um really bringing something into the relationship that I could go away and feel lifted. Mm -hmm. um, not that that's all, uh, what I always have to have, but I, it has been, as I said, uncomfortable because there's, I do have these big dreams and um, to be told, and I'm not, I shouldn't compare myself to a racehorse, but it's like, just stay, just stay. just <laughs> right. The race hasn't started yet. Yeah. And um, so, but I do think there's a lot of value here. And uh, 
sorting through it all. And, and, and it truly is. I, I talk to my guides all the time and, um, to God and, and, um, call on the angels, um, just to, and dreaming has been amazing, uh, for bringing in information for me. And, uh, and, you know, my husband and I, um, I've always been more of the spiritual person and, and he's been the, the one to bring in all the facts and, and uh, current event stuff. And, and we kind of came together um, in a great way. And uh, he's even taken some classes with me. But um, so he, he's, he's honing his spiritual uh, edge and, and it's really wonderful because we have more in common and he he gets me more so um, and I've been able to you know to uh, work with my my grandkids a little bit more in that uh, way as well so there's been a lot of wonderful things that have come out of this and um, I just uh, going forward it's it's going to be what uh, continued with what will bring me quality i don't you know i'm not going to just go back into the rut again um it will be in at least the way i see it when i go back it will be to assist these in transitioning to someone else so that i can get about business of what i truly want to do so well you know you and I have talked about that overarching um, vision, and I'm wondering if it, it, you mentioned the word honing, you know, this is a, when we have this opportunity to really narrow it to the highest priorities and those things with the greatest impact, um, whether if you had opened it a few years ago when you first had that vision, yeah. it might have been this and it needs to be this or, you know, whatever it needs to look like. But, um, you know, it makes me wonder because in my own getting clarity and yeah. like staying on that very, very narrow path and getting my own clarity, I wonder if it's yours, that'll be a piece of it for you as well. I really think so because you're right. In the beginning, it was like, well, we'll have all these different services and we'll do all these wonderful things. And now it's like, no, I'm not thinking that's how it's going to go at all. <laughs> We're going to narrow And I can't down. wait to be able to just say, say, hey, let's get together. Let's brainstorm. Let's, you know, and I think we all needed to go through this process. And I do think it's going to be women, you know, um, and it's not to, to exclude the men. Um, it's just to, it's what we do. We get it ready. And then, you know, the women and children or the men and the children will, will be a part of all of it, you yeah. know? So, but I am, I'm excited about it. And I agree. I always had this philosophy that, well, when we built this house, um, I didn't have carpet for a long time. And every time the kids spilled something, I thought, I am so glad I don't have carpet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. That's kind of how I have gone through life. <laughs> Oh, I like that perspective. That's great. <laughs> yeah, we put vinyl down because I don't care what hits that floor. Nothing's going to Wise. Oh, shoot. That's funny. Well, we're switching the little amount of carpet that we have out, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. The, the irony is then I, I bought a couple of rugs and put them down like large <laughs> rugs, but it, you know, but yeah. those are easy to clean or replace. They're easier. Yeah. To replace, so. <laughs> oh shoot. That's funny. Um, so what kinds of things, pull up my notes here. Um, if you could do anything today with no limitations, nothing to hold you back, what would it be? Well, I'd hop on a plane and I'd meet Audrey in Amsterdam and Renee in Malta and Rosemary and James. Yeah, I, that's what I would do if I could do anything. You know, I just, I travel to 10 different countries and I mean, it, because it is, it is, if you experience another country like that, it gives you a whole new perspective on life here yeah. because we are such workaholics. Mm. And when I look at, they work less hours each week yeah. and they not right now, but normally socialize way more than what we do. I I've just learned from that. Like that is so, that is life. Like mm -hmm. life is not, I mean, sure. Okay. My husband worked seven days a week, 12 hours a day for a long time. We, you know, to pay our half of the girls college and, um, you know, all this, you know, just to, cause he could make overtime. He was skilled trades. So, um, yeah, we did our fair share of hard work and you know, everybody needs to work hard. I'm not saying that we're, we should all just be couch potatoes, <laughs> but I, I just think that there we just need to keep it in perspective here. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just don't think that you know, we all need to be inventing the wheel and mm -hmm. you know, we need to find what, what pleases us because if we wake up tomorrow, we're lucky. Yeah. You know? Very true. Carol? Yes. Same question for you. If you could do anything with no limitations, no worries about anything, what would it it's be? It's funny. You, you asked that. And the first thing I thought of was I would gather the littles that I, um, the children who are in school who aren't going to make it very well because they need someone to walk alongside them. I would scoop them up and just be like, can I video conference you? Can I come visit you at your house? Because I was one of those kids that just really struggled in school. And and the, the cream of the crop's always going to make it, you know, and then the next part, give them a little nudge and they'll be okay. But there's that other side of the bell curve that I just go, how can I help those little ones to not just little, little, but they're little kids inside, even though they might be in bigger bodies. Um, but that was the thing first. I was like, I just want to scoop them up. And then the second thing was to train dogs for the soldiers, because um, when the people come back, like I had lived in a war zone and when I came back every little noise you know just sets you off um can set you off mm -hmm. um and I just would really like to train dogs to help those people to live life easier to feel more secure yeah. so and then the third thing was to be swimming with dolphins I'm telling you if you guys haven't done it <laughs> it's so awesome but this one went through my mind really fast was like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. That'd be so cool. <laughs> and then I went, oh, I'm just a mom and a librarian. And, you know, that's how I think of myself as a librarian every day. Put the dishes away, get them out. Put the laundry away, get it out. 
so but yeah yeah that's those are the things that I think of I I think for me the gift I've learned more about myself is I I think it's called compassion but like some people are going to come and do something at our house tomorrow and I met them two days ago some service people and I was like I wonder what I could what treat I could have ready for them you know and then I'm like oh my gosh they're service people I have to do anything for them but that's what goes through my mind like how can I make them feel welcome when they're here doing this terrible job but um but yeah I just really I miss the children I miss helping the kids to just learn what they're supposed to learn and um and make it you know because it's really stressful stressful being the kids yeah it is for sure with school things I'm saying with school things yep oh your puppy found you yes he did hi John say hi say hi to the girls Yes, come here. <laughs> it's a sweet dog. Say hi. I know. <laughs> but thank you Mine, for asking. Mine's at home. Uh, Dana. This is a difficult question for me. Um, I feel like um, it's, I'm a freedom seeker. So, uh, you know, being able to go wherever I want and be with whoever I want. I miss, um, I just miss, looking at someone and smiling and have them smiling back uh, those sort of things and so it's little things like that that I'm I'm really uh, finding that I miss yeah. um, you know I'm blessed that I get to see my grandchildren um, you know I, I would love to travel but it's it wasn't the first thing I just was thinking I, I really have everything I want um, that makes me happy. Uh, it's those kind of things that I miss. So I guess it's having that freedom again to go wherever I want and do and explore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I see Cindy is on, but I think she's muted. <laughs> um, Hi, Julie. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> one of the one of the standing um, pieces of the women's circle is that uh, your contribution is optional. So there's no pressure to answer any of the questions if you don't want to. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> um, oh, do anywhere, do go anywhere, do anything. Um, you know what? I, that has really changed for me. Like two, like three months ago, I probably would have been like, well, I'm going to take my husband to, um, he wants to go to the Galapagos Islands. We're going to go and do that. And then I want, I want to go to Istanbul and Prague. And, um, I want to take the boys to Italy and, um, I have all, and I still want to do all of those things. Um, if there were no limitations, I would definitely do that. And then come back and we've talked about it. Like the house we're building, we love. So we wouldn't change it. I wouldn't even, if I won, you know, the biggest lottery ever possible, I still wouldn't have a different place to live. Um, I might have a private jet, but I would not yeah. have a different place to live. <laughs> yeah. But I don't really care for that either. That's not a big desire of mine. Um, I think I would, 
I've said this before, but I think that I would make as much of natural health and healing, um, not even affordable, like free to everybody if possible, which sounds like a socialist kind of way of approaching things. Um, but if it's free to everybody, um, then everybody has the opportunity to heal. And how different would this world be? So that's my big, you know, my big pipe dream. That's beautiful. I like that. Mm. Um, I think short term, and that's why I'm, you know, starting to teach the classes I am, is having come from a place of not really knowing my own, my own self and my own worth, um, to be able to gift that to people, um, it would be huge for me. Um, man, would life be different? I think overall, I don't know, those are big things. Little things. I would love to have tile in my laundry room and my pantry and all my cabinets built. And <laughs> right? so all those boxes I just organized in my, in my um, basement will actually have a home finally. So come on, Grant. Well, I just tapped into this group on Facebook. Can't tell you the name of it right off, but it's all about painting. And it's so interesting. I'm just like hooked on it. Yeah. Now, I mean, okay, I'm I'm looking at my kitchen right now, and I have homemade cabinets. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, we built our whole house ourselves, so everything's homemade. I mean, I have homemade cabinets over there, and I mean they're fine. But now I think I want to paint them. <laughs> have you ever seen it? Seen painted cabinets? They can be beautiful. Yeah. Oh, even some antiques, they just, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how I got on, sorry, got a little off, <laughs> off track here. <laughs> nope, not at all. That's great. I asked my husband that question one time and he looked at me and he thought, well, I've never really even, it's not ever something that had ever crossed his mind that he could have anything he wanted or do anything he wanted. So we committed at that moment, I was going to, we we're going to take him to the Galapagos. We, but, you know, those plans have been put, put aside for a few months, but we will make it there. Can go there online. Yeah, we've done that. He wants to like be there. He wants to see the tortoises and the, ride on the sailboats and yeah, I want to put my toes in the sand. I'm missing toes in the sand. Yeah. So I might have to go to Lake Michigan this weekend. So I'm hearing there's not much sand. No. <sighs> Goodness gracious. So, um, well, I'm looking at the time. And so I want to be respectful of time. I did have a, um, I had a short uh, sort of meditative exercise that we can do if you'd like to do that. Uh, or we can uh, continue to talk on other topics. What would you prefer? Meditation would be nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so if you're in a comfortable space, um, I would encourage you then to uh, close your eyes and uh, breathe in three very deep breaths all the way down to your belly button. And let that belly button rise 
And then as you release the air, lower your belly button and then lower your chest. And then do it again. Just kind of feel the stress drain away out of your shoulders. Send that tension down into Mother Earth. So keeping this position, if you will, or whatever's comfortable to you, send your attention to your heart and to your belly. And I want you to pay attention to what happens when I speak these phrases. And I will speak the phrase and give you space to repeat it internally after me. And check it to see if it's comfortable, if you have no response, or if you get a kind of a yikes, that's, that's not fun, or I don't believe it. So the first phrase is, I am powerful. I am in charge. I am in control. I am empowered to change things in my life. I have control over my health. I know my boundaries. I speak when I want to. I say no easily. I say yes when I want to. When I say no, I mean no, and people respect it. So take the one that pinged the loudest with you from that list, the first one that comes to mind. And I want you to insert it into this phrase. I hereby release the false belief that I am not and insert the belief that I am. So the first one would be, I hereby release the false belief that I am not powerful and insert the belief that I am powerful. I hereby release the false belief that I am not in charge and insert the belief that I am in charge. I hereby release the false belief that I am not in control and insert the belief that I am in control. I hereby release the false belief that I am not empowered to change things in my life and insert the belief that I am empowered to change things in my life. I hereby release the false belief that I have no control over my health and I insert the belief that I am in control of my health. I hereby release the false belief that I have no boundaries and insert the belief that I am in charge of my boundaries and people respect them. I hereby release the false belief that I am not able to speak when I want to and insert the belief that I am in charge of when I speak. I hereby release the false belief that I have a hard time saying no and insert the belief that I am able to easily say no. 
I hereby release the false belief that I have to say yes even when I don't want to and insert the belief that I am in control of when I say yes. I hereby release the false belief that I am not respected when I say no and insert the belief that I am respected when I say no. I hereby take back my sovereignty. I reject attempts to steal my power and send love to those who try to steal it. So take a couple of deep breaths. And we end with so be it and so it is. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. Like I said, that was quick. <laughs> um, would anybody like to speak to what they experienced? No? <laughs> it's okay. It's always optional. Um, I want to speak to the sovereignty piece of it. Um, there are many light workers who are talking right now about maintaining and regaining our sovereignty as, um, as uh, individuals of creation, so children of the creator, children of God. Um, that does not mean that we reject um, things we choose. That I think choice is the big piece of it because there are those who would choose to impose beliefs and, situ and systems and, and um, things on us. They choose what is um, in our space and in our belief system. And I think that's the key with this. Um, and I would, um, I would encourage you to do something called forward journaling. Um, some people also call it soul writing. There's a couple of different ways to do it. But the, the thing about forward journaling is it's a bit of, you know, it's a bit of manifesting. It's a little bit of the law of attraction. But I find it really interesting in terms of um, the idea that what we put forth, we get back. Um, so what we put forth in this meditation was some some establishments, the I am statement that says, I am powerful, I am in charge, etc. Um, so forward journaling is a great way to establish what is it you'd like to see manifest over the next year. And it's written as if today were May 27th, 2021. And you're journaling the day that says, you know, I'm, today was an awesome day. Um, I had seven clients and, uh, you know, several had breakthroughs and we had a lot of fun as a family and I got to go see people, you know, in various countries, whatever it is that you want to do over the next year, journal it as if it's, as if today is 2021. Uh, and what that does is it puts forth that, that, uh, expectation of what you want over the next year 
and uh, it sets forth, if you will, uh, because a piece of a piece of the manifesting piece of it is the emotion around it and the belief that it's happened. Um, you know, in in scripture, it's pray and believe. Um, in other writings, there are other ways to approach that, but the idea being that I have put forth this belief that this is what I want to see happen in my life. Uh, and it can be a work around work, family, uh, finances, travel, fun, faith, whatever it is. Um, so if you're feeling not uh, empowered, uh, maybe it's, I'm so grateful that I know my worth and I know my passion because now you may not know it, but you, it will be revealed <coughs> when it's ready. And so sometime over the course of the next year, it gets revealed to you. Uh, and it's a really powerful meditation, if you will, in and of itself. Uh, and there are two schools of thought. There's one school of thought that says you should read that every day for the next year. And there's one school of thought that says you should write it once and set it down because then you have believed it's happening and you're no longer um, because every time you think about it, you put forth resistance. I don't know that I believe one way or the other. I think it's whatever works for you. So thoughts on forward journaling. It's pretty amazing stuff. I learned how to do it a while back. There's a group called, uh, well, there's a, a class that I took called the ideal life vision. And it is a bit of forward journaling and, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it because, well, that's what, you know, that's what the class taught me to do. And it's curious because I happened to stumble across that ideal life vision from, was it 2014? And I'm like, Ooh, almost all of this came true. That's really cool. <laughs> Good for you. The one that didn't come true was the wellness center piece of it, but I now know that that me owning a wellness center is not in my wheelhouse and that's okay. I'm good with that. But you did get the chance to try to do it. I did. Mm -hmm. So in a way you had it and then you realized you didn't want it. So yeah. mm -hmm. that's cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's a fun way to do it. You know, and, it, and you let your spirit talk to you is the other thing. You let your spirit say to you, you know, for your life, what is it, you know, what is it you want for life, career, finances, family, friends, etc. One of my big ones I mentioned relationship was my word for the year um, is I have been blessed with over the last couple of years, the establishment of some very amazing friendships. Um, and I'm, I, I'm super thankful because they are the friend types of friendships that I'd asked for. So that's good. All right. I pulled some songs for you guys. <laughs> Cause I love music. I don't have any good dancing music though. Can I ask a quick question though? Sure. What was the wording during the meditation? Like you said, we would say, I just to use the powerful one. I am powerful, but then you said, I hereby release the false belief that I'm not powerful and insert the belief that I am powerful. The false belief. Insert. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. 
And you can change that up. Um, if you're working on something different, um, you can change that wording. But the, you know, the core sentence structure is, um, is. I hereby release the, the false belief that I am not. Is that what powerful. you said? Right. And insert the belief that I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you can repeat that as many times as it takes. So sometimes that'll be very difficult to speak. And Carol and I, you've talked, you and I have talked about this. The harder it is to say that, the more powerful it will be when you, when you push through it, you know, keep it going, keep it going and it will rise up and it might get harder and harder to catch in your throat. You won't be able to speak the sentence. You'll have to go inward and repeat it in your head because you can't verbalize the words and you know, you're literally about to break through a wall. And once you break through it, it's like a, it's like a wave. It crests and then it subsides and you go, Oh yeah, I am powerful. Mm -hmm. And you can speak it with no hesitation. I, I did wear an orange hairband the other day, just That's so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Carol's been working on accepting other colors. <laughs> so colorful is powerful in the way of frequency. So That's right. It is. Doesn't make a complete rainbow without all of the colors. That's right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so well, ladies, I go right, but it was really good being with you guys. So, um, you, thank you, so. and I'll see you next time we do. This. When is the next meeting potentially? Um, it won't be till the, towards the end of June. I've got to see if we're traveling for our anniversary or not. So, yay! Okay. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Take care. Talk Bye. To Okay, bye. bye. All right. So a couple of songs that I pulled for you guys. Um, there's an artist by the name of Desiree. It goes back to uh, the 90s, and she sang a song called You Gotta Be, um, which is good. Uh, it's R&B, it's but it's very, you know, like low-key. B.B. Um, Rexa recorded a song for Maleficent 2, um, You Can't Stop the Girl. That's one of my favorites. And then there's a country group. It's a group of women called the High Women, and um, they sing they sing a song called the called High Women, and then another one called Redesigning Women, which I think are all pretty amazing songs. Um, so you might look those up and uh, listen to them when you can. Um, and what else? Oh, um, I am doing a course called Power Up Baby. And that starts June 4th. Uh, we have three eclipses coming between June and July. So you're going to want to be doing your meditations. The energy is going to be high and there will be a ton of movement. So you're going to want to get grounded. You're going to want to get in your meditations. Um, and you're going to want to stay centered. Um, because uh, all that, all, I don't study any of that. I have people that I tie into that do, and they're all saying, hang on to your bridges. <laughs> it's going to get interesting. So, um, definitely stay grounded, um, stay connected to people. Um, so we will do this again, I think towards the end of June, um, encourage you to share with your friends and invite lots of people. Um, the circle is definitely benefited by, um, by, uh, lots of perspectives and, uh, it power up baby is an event. Um, I've listed it on Facebook. So if you're interested, um, I'm doing that as a three-part class and, um, 
this first round is um, available at no cost. So, um, so how do you feel today? Great. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, I'll let you know on the next date for um, does do Wednesday evening still work? They yeah. do for me. Okay. All right. Um, it seems challenging for Renee, but I don't know. I don't know how to change that for her. So, yeah, it's good to have her with us. Okay. Um, well, you guys have an amazing and blessed week. Um, we are coming into an amazing season, so I'm really excited to see how things progress as we go forward. So uh, I'd encourage you to do your forward journaling. It is a fun exercise. Um, and um, I don't know. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Juliana. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Defy Gravity is here for you. For your health, body, mind, and spirit. To bring you knowledge and education to empower you to own your life and be in charge of it. Come on in regularly for the knowledge that you need to support all of your life's objectives. I'm Juliana Sauber, traditional naturopath, and not only a survivor, but I've recovered. And I'm living free of health challenges that kept me down for almost two decades. So I'm here to share with you the things that I did to regain my health and get my life back and bring people to you that will also help you and give you more information and more perspectives. And that is the key to creating the life that you want. So welcome to Defy Gravity. Subscribe, come back regularly. Please invite your friends, share this podcast. Find us on Facebook and Instagram because we are here to meet your needs. <laughs>